Hi, and welcome to Drinking with Creatives, where we drown journalists of responsibility in a pool of vodka. My name is Jeremy Berger, a filmmaker and senior editor. Each week I chat with a professional creative and we have a few drinks. Howie. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is this official? It's it's official. It's official. This this show is getting underway. Is that uh, the introduction you're going with? Yeah. <laughs> really is. I'm changing things up. I'm making them spicy. Yeah, right. I've been doing this my this my third season. I got I got to do something different. You know, okay. got to raise the stakes. Uh, but we have some traditions, which is first question, most important question: What are you drinking? I have a uh, it's a non alcoholic beverage. I apologize. It is a uh, diet Red Bull because I have to lose weight for an event, <laughs> so I'm trying to be booze free uh, for like three weeks. Oh wow, wow. Well, well, good luck with that. Thank you. My friend invited me. Uh, my friend uh, Jessica Carr, who's a referee on WWE SmackDown, has invited me to the Hall of Fame and WrestleMania. Oh, so wow. red, there's actually a red carpet, and uh, I'm going to do my best to, uh, you know, look okay because she's like an athlete, <laughs> you know. And I, I know, I already know I'm going to look really bad comparatively, but I just want to be like. Hey man, you tried. <laughs> I'm sure you're gonna look great, Howie. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just, you know, my in-laws visited, and they that was a a, a party. So mm. I need I need to uh, I need to heal my liver a bit. I like how we're already jumping into chronic alcoholism, and I think we've. Been I know. Well, it this. is. It, I thought it was drunk with creatives. <laughs> it is. It is. But it doesn't have to be. You know. Uh, doesn't have to be you know two for two here like i'll keep yeah. drinking i'll cover got, you on that okay. you're welcome by the way I, I thank you thank you for doing that for me i mean i normally would we could have done a podcast for the last two months straight <laughs> you didn't call me up you called me up the minute i'm just trying to go down half the size <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> i'm not trying to get like anything special i just want to kind of look like like not on the end of a bender <laughs> you know oh my God. do you like do you let us like see the alcohol in your skin and whatnot yeah yeah i don't want to look like that uh, yeah. which might still happen because what if i get down there and it's a party mm. well, we could do well, all no, that after the picture if you're gonna yeah. yeah yeah well if you're gonna you know take three weeks off i imagine a certain amount of elasticity has returned so you could start partying while you're there yeah but be out by day three i'm assuming well, it's only a one to two day thing yeah, it's like, a, well, they turn it into a two-day event, plus okay. the Hall of Fame the third day. So uh, it's kind of like the full weekend, but, I mean, the flight down, I'm drinking on the flight. Oh, there you go. I can't survive a flight without drinking because I'm so scared of planes. Um, so I that's all same, I have to make it to. I, I, I say the same thing about sleeping. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of Doug Stanhope? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had this great bit where uh, he uh, he talked about, hey, have you guys ever tried sleeping sober? It's impossible. You can't do it. <laughs> Three o'clock in the I, morning, that's when the carnival starts, you know? Yeah. I'm go I'm going to say like we'll just we'll just pretend I'm having a drink, and I guess I would go with uh, Blackwell rum. Okay. The James Bond version, because I like that. And I really want one, but I can't right now. I'm sorry. And and Diet Coke. So there you go. We'll just just 
pretend I'm drinking that, people. I I, I, I constantly do. I say, what would Howie with a rum and coke be doing right now? Uh, <laughs> or just rum and coke. Always. Just rum and coke. Uh, yeah. sometimes, sometimes I, re- and by the way, sometimes when I say coke, I don't mean the beverage. Oh, Howie, I've never done the uh, the nose candy. Neither have I. Um, I won't cross that line. I think that would, me on Red Bull is already obnoxious. No, I'm I'm waiting to like I'm I'm on death's door. You'll do it then. Oh, I'm I'm hitting all that shit. You'll then. get the pri- the priest and then some coke. Oh yeah, yeah. Like what? Well, once it gets to the point where I can't take care of myself in certain ways, no man, I'm 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 hitting a crack. Hit me with some coke. Hit me with cocaine and then the priest. That's yeah. the order. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Give and me then you can be like, I'm sorry, I did that coke. <laughs> no, no, no. I I don't feel any need to apologize for it. Yeah, um, it's it's natural, right? Yeah, yeah. It 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 grows out of the ground. It came from a plant. It came from. I mean, everything did. But you know. Um, so Howie, uh, tell us who you are and where we can find you. My name's Howie Knoll. I'm a f- illustrator, and you can find me at hcnoel at do- uh, dot com, hcnoel dot com, and you can also I update my uh, Instagram constantly to battle an algorithm that hates me at uh, Dick Tracy rogues gallery so just like the old character but i primarily love to focus on drawing the villains from that and also villains from anything really and i I put it through this um filter in my brain of anything retro that brings me comfort so anything that is of the old old timey we're 30s and 40s so if i find something new i will run it you know run it through that filter in my brain and and draw it so spiffy people in suits and stuff you know that's i'm glad you bring that up because that's exactly what i want to talk to you about because you only began this like what like a year year and a half ago i began the uh dick tracy project uh after uh after i found out my my dad after my dad was diagnosed uh with cancer i i i needed something to escape into that i enjoyed um and it was, I've always found comfort. I always was a big fan of Dick Tracy and the comic strip. And I'd always read it with my dad. And I wanted, I just decided as an art project, I, I was going to draw every villain. And there's a lot of them. <laughs> so I wanted to just draw them in my style, which as it turns out, I was, I, I, I was raised on reading those comics and mm-hmm. all the old ones and the ones that were in the 90s by, by the artist uh, Dick Loker. So mm-hmm. that style just is naturally inherent. So it's not, you know, me drawing the way I draw just fits organically with like a Dick Tracy like style. Uh, so it was just, it just came naturally and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy those characters. And it was just a way of art therapy because he, we used to read those strips together. Mm-hmm. And my dad always wore a trench coat and a, a suit and a fedora. He wore that to work in the city. Mm-hmm. So he worked in New York City and I just always equated it. My dad dressed well, Dick Tracy dressed well, and there was just this connection. And my dad was born in 1932, a year after Dick Tracy was created. And I don't know, I just always felt there was, I always used to draw him as Dick Tracy and he's appeared in every comic. And, you know, I'd always give him the Dick Tracy tie and my, my versions of him. It's just, uh, it's just, it was always something that linked us. And when I, when I draw these, uh, I feel like, I feel that connection and I get to keep it. And that's really what it is. It, 
and then it's just continued. But then I decided to start its own Instagram because Instagram just um, my other account wouldn't grow mm-hmm. no matter what I did. So I just started fresh since it was going to be a centered account. And it's mm-hmm. just I like I like that if you go to that account, you'll get what you're looking for. Even if I draw something like Batman 89, it's still my style and it's still, you know, it's not not just the Joker. It's like Jack Napier in his outfit. Yeah, and which looks like the 40s. So that's what I like to do. And if I draw something of a newer thing, like if I draw Daniel Craig, it still feels like of that era. Mm-hmm. And, and and so that's that's how it began. I re- originally wanted a full gallery show, uh, but the way things went in the world, things are opening up now. But mm-hmm. at the time, that's <laughs> this was before uh, the pandemic. So finding out, oh, gallery show, you know, it wasn't really a real thing. And I could still do it on my own eventually, uh, but I basically have a virtual gallery show, so you get to explore it. Wait, what was that last part? Basically, I have a virtual gallery show, you know, on the Instagram. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Without you being around people. Well, I mean, that's what I prefer. Yeah, uh, you can just scroll it. Yeah, and you, uh, I put descriptions with it, you know. <laughs> I put, put descriptions on each post about the history of the villain and also... Uh, I'm starting my own, my own comic strip of that era. So there's, there's lots of descriptions in there. There's a lot of stuff to read too. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now talk to me a little bit, uh, because I also know that you, uh, when I take a look at the images that you have, like you do put like a certain amount of wear and tear on the sides, uh, and, 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 and almost like physical distress to the images. What's the, uh, what's the, your thinking behind that? I wanted it to be like, when I go, I like going to antique stores and antique stores. Antiquing is fun when you have a mission and mm-hmm. the mission is find something Dick Tracy. You don't mm-hmm. have to buy it, but it just makes looking easier. And you will find something Dick Tracy at almost any antique store. You will find something <laughs> because the 1990 movie had so much merchandise. Uh, so I, I, I once found a, a comic of Dick Tracy from, I want to say it was from the fifties, but I found it just on the floor behind a piece of furniture at the antique store and it literally it crumbles when you touch it and i just thought i gotta save this thing and it looked so worn but it was it was loved it wasn't loved right there on the floor so i had to save it but uh she charged me the woman charged me like an insane amount for something that was crumbling (laughs) it was literally behind a desk you know and uh I liked i like how the the stuff looks i because i've always been very color in the lines driving myself crazy to get the crisp line work. I'm obsessed with line work and how it looks almost a, a, a perfection to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like some, I don't, for some reason, this stuff looks, I like how it looks vintage old and used mm-hmm. and it feels of the time. And then I'll mess it up, which is very different for me. I would never normally do that. I guess that's the freeing part to show that. And I really show it what it would, that it could belong in that time. And then, uh, because a lot of the coloring, it, I do like I do like the true grit uh, supply kind of stuff where they they provide actual scans of the old tones, and you're so you're actually coloring with the original colors from mm-hmm. that time, oh, wow. and I like that it's authentic like that, and I use a, a, a palette that is just what I've seen in the original comics because I purchased old newspapers of it. 
hmm. uh, of the actual Dick Tracy strip. And I try to match it pretty close. And I try to match it to what's in the movie of 1990 and use that palette as my limited. You get limited, but you have ways to experiment with it. And if I need to create a tan, I will. Because <laughs> you know, that tan wasn't there. They just use orange or something. And I mean, that's why he has a yellow coat. It was just the color they went. It's bright and it was a color to use. Um, so I really like adding distress to it. It gives it that feel. Um, I don't try not to go too overboard with it, you know, because then what are you looking at? But I, I do. I like how it's it softens the colors, too. Because they are very bright and it, it adds a whole new dimension to how it looks. Yeah, I would actually say it complements like the you know, limited color palette of the, uh, that, that they were dealing, dealing with in the day, it actually does give it almost some three dimensionality. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And when you remove that, when you remove the effect, it, cause I used to color without that effect, mm -hmm. uh, when I, it, cause it began as just black and white. Yes. Just the bad guys are black and white. And then I did a Dick Tracy needs color. Mm -hmm. So the good guys are all in full color. The guy, bad guys are black and white. And then, I would just that's that was the original thought of the gallery. And then it progressed to, you know, I kind of want to do more because I was growing because I was literally just doing this to hang on. Yeah. And then I, I was, oh, I want a scene because my dad would always take me to diners and I wanted to draw uh, Dick Tracy and the junior at a diner. And I did that. And I was like, oh, I could do more scenes. And then I did a, a sample comic strip with the brow, who's my favorite rogue, my own story. And that's I really thought. Oh, this would be in a book. This would be cool as a book. And when you talk to, like, I I made contact with Tribune. I wanted I wanted to be on board with a gallery show, and because the hundredth, the ninetieth anniversary at that time was coming up when mm -hmm. I first started it. It's yeah. now passed. Oh. Nothing was done. <laughs> oh, nothing. And I tried. So if there's any Dick Tracy fans, I tried, uh, <laughs> but I can't put the weight of the world on my shoulders. Just one fan. I tried. Uh, but I did celebrate it on my own and, uh, you know, did that, but, uh, we're always on the road to 100 years, you know, that's true. That's what I have realized immediately. Why kill myself for this? You know, you can always do that and keep it going. And also now I want to do a lot of my own comic strip because mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's mine. And there you go. that way, you know, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to, I have to worry about anything and it's fun and just keep it simple and, still get to do in the vein and I can still do those sample strips when I want. And also, uh, you know, I saw Winnie the Pooh became public domain this year, which is interesting. And it makes me want to do math just to find out when, whenever a certain detective comes into the open, <laughs> open market, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's crazy, right? It's just crazy to think about it. Like I was, I, you try to go through these things and you're like, maybe, maybe, uh, Maybe that's in the back of some people's minds. It's just going to be public domain, and maybe that's why. I don't know why. Is that why you wouldn't celebrate the 90th anniversary? Maybe uh, we shouldn't be celebrating until uh, until those rights become clear. I'm just throwing that. Yeah, out there. yeah. It's just it's weird. Yeah, it's very strange because you, not everything will be public domain. It's like Winnie the Pooh. You know, you can't do Disney's version. But we'll see. We'll see what happens because Mickey Mouse is supposed to become public domain soon. How is that even possible? Can they just renew the I rights? I know, because they've pushed it so far, but that 19, I think, 28? It's 1928, isn't it? I believe it is. Uh, Steamboat Willie? 
Yeah, um, I don't recall the top of my head, but I, that I think it is. Right. Uh, yeah. But it's coming. It's coming up. Six years. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, yeah. There's going to be something. Yeah, because I don't think it's I because I don't think it's a hundred years. I think it's ninety five or something. Hmm. We'll see what happens, man. I well, you can do that. You'll be able to do that version of Mickey. And those characters in that, you can't do the later Mickey. Right. You know? Right. Well, ever since they overhauled the copyright laws. Exactly. So we'll see. It's just, it's just, I was, I always wonder about that because I was like, how come, how come, I don't know. In my fantasy, I would have, it would have been awesome if stuff happened, but I keep on trekking. It's just I one know. of those things that you think, you'd think it would be like open arms, <laughs> but nothing's ever open. <laughs> nothing's no. ever seen. They were very, they were very nice. It was just, uh, I thought, oh, I thought this would be cool. I thought it, well, at least you'd get an article, right? <laughs> you know, like, just something. Give me something. <laughs> Can I get a thing on the website? <laughs> hey, look at this. Can I get one tweet? One, just, just, just a little, just help me spread. Well, let's talk about your followers for a second. Like, because yeah. uh, you got, you got over 10,000 followers. And um, what has it been like the reception? It's like were these like were these the same people who were following you in your previous Instagram account? Did you bring them over, or are the, has, this, has this just been some type of like organic growth? To the best of my knowledge, it's very minimal connected to the other stuff. Really? Yeah, a lot of people just know me from this one, and they Ooh. don't know me like everything I've done for twenty years. So they don't know my first book, Mr. Scoodles. They don't know Terra Normal and they don't know Float. Wow. So it's these are all new. A lot of all new. I'm sure there's people that do, you know, I have friends on there and people that follow and always support, but a lot are just brand new because I'll introduce, I'll put Scoodles up there and people are like, what's this? And it's just, if you know me, you should know. If you know me, I you know Scoodles if you've been my friend. You know, yeah. I always consider it. So that's interesting. And I have to go and say, just, I, I feel, I feel the need to say, Hey, I've done like over six books and stuff. Yeah. It's not just this comic strip. Cause I don't want it to seem like, Hey, I managed to put out some, I, some episode of comic strips, but I just want to remind people I've done full books before. I don't know. I have that in my head that, hey, I've done a lot of stuff before, just so you know. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I put a lot. You do guide them to your website uh, from the Instagram page. They can always find out. Yes. And during the pandemic, I put all my comics on there for free, except for Float. So you can read everything if you want. There, uh, You know what? I will. In fact, I believe I have. Yes. And then, and then buy a copy if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> send, that please helps. send me money. Please send me. The please, money. you could send me money if you just want. Yeah, if you just wanted to. But what has been like the re, uh, the reception that you've received so far? Really, really positive. Uh, I would say it's. Did it's, you expect it, is, it to be that positive? No, I didn't. I didn't even think. For once, I didn't even think. I just wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't. I did this time. I did. Like I said, I do put up. Like I thought when I would come up with the show that people were interested. It was just wasn't the right party to make the show happen. And I actually, for the once in my, for the first time in my life, I had a uh, publisher, big time, say, 
this would be a, a successful thing. Really? I never, yeah. This would be a successful thing if we did the coffee table art book. It's just about getting it to happen. So just that's just the way art life is, isn't it? Yeah. I finally got that. Was it acknowledgement, I guess? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, mm -hmm. I finally got told that. And still there's a little roadblock. <laughs> but I got that and I really appreciate it. And I know I'm doing something good because it helps to hear. I can do it all for myself as much as possible, but it always is nice to hear. This is a great idea you had. Yeah, this is this is really good. This would stand with the others. And I had the people to, um, I love the Dick Tracy collections that were done by IDW and Library of American Comics. And Library of American Comics shared my art has been really? so supportive yes and and the um uh, the people that run uh, chester gold's museum his facebook page shared my art shared my portrait of chester gold and it's just so sweet oh wow <laughs> that's that's a big thing to me that is more important you know that's that means the world to me because he's no longer around so yeah. just having that having that and being able to see that and it made me really happy and just to be seen, I really appreciate it because I do this all because number one, my dad, and number two, because I love, truly love that that comic strip, and I love that time, and I love Chester Gould. I think he's a genius, and I I'm always very respectful, and I don't know. I that's that's the main thing. I I want people to know it's it's out of respect and and love, and so I I don't know. I didn't. I haven't talked as much to Dick Tracy fans until now. So it's like you're learning there's a lot out there. And there's also Phantom fans. And uh, because I drew the Phantom, there's fans of the Shadow still. So it's cool to see these these uh, pulp heroes mm -hmm. still being kept alive by these uh, fan groups. Because Batman's like the biggest pulp hero to survive. Yeah. He survived. That's why I hate when people, oh, there's too much Batman. I'm like, he's the last one. Oh, we'll get into that in a little bit, don't you? Worry? Yeah, he's the last one. I know people say there's too much, but I'm if you want eyes on these other things, mm -hmm. you should it's okay to have him around. He's a detective from pulp comics and he made it. Like he's he's bigger than I never thought this would happen. He's bigger than Superman. Um, so that's I, I just I like that these people these fans, it's because it's all fans doing it, keeping those characters alive. That's that that tradition of detective stories and pulp comics and those heroes and the people that wear suits that fight crime like dress-up suits that's neat i like that so we talk about the time frame like 1940s like uh and there's definitely like a combination of like film noir and art and art nouveau that you definitely include in all of um in all of your illustrations uh do you feel that that's oh, like under that those two styles are underrepresented today um Good question. I know there's a lot of retro and vintage style mm -hmm. that people do, uh, which I love seeing, obviously, and I learn a lot by watching it. I think it's a neat style. It's kind of, I think there's a, a resurgence as far as looking at that stuff. Like vi uh, vintage art is very popular. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, but I along with Cuphead, really brought back that. 30s animation too so those i forgot about cuphead yeah almost all of it a lot of instagram is cuphead <laughs> so i have a lot of friends that draw like that and i i of course love that art style i love 
original vintage Disney and I love the old Fleischer cartoons. So I think there is a, a need and a want to see that stuff uh, with me kind of, I try to, I'm trying to start to implement more art deco stuff into mm -hmm. my designs and things get very, they kind of become just patterns. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I like when the background, since it's, I'm using noir sensibilities, they're just shapes. The shadows create shapes and, I, I'm becoming more brave with inking uh, because I never inked shadows on face. I would do that with coloring. Mm -hmm. And part of the noir, which I play into, is heavy shadows on faces, draw them. So it's about still still pushing yourself. And if I'm uncomfortable, I just, I, I'll do it. Which I'm very uncomfortable usually inking heavy black, heavy black ink on people's faces. Okay. But that is, that is the style. And if you want, I, I, I try to watch... Uh, a lot of old noir movies now and just get inspired because that's that's what that's the world I'm trying to live in with the with this art and I think I think a lot of artists will keep those uh those art styles alive Instagram's just full of things and and people people are they are keeping keeping the styles and they're very educated about art history, and I think it's neat. I think it's neat that we, you can find each other because there's a, an algorithm that will break you down, mm -hmm. and it changes all the time. And when you think you have an answer, you do not, and it can be frustrating. And the thing that I like is seeing artists, so I want to see them. So I wish you know certain computer things would stop that because I want to see you want to see the people that you follow yeah and i think a lot of times you can't see people they're not showing up in the feed <laughs> so you have to you know i learned you have to click uh notifications really? it's like youtube yes so you have to go on that person's thing and put notifications click it on that's really good to know actually um yeah. <clears throat> this is a social media tip so this is educational for people that's right that's right that's why we're applying to be a 501c3 organization please send <laughs> donations to that's not true um, and make sure to lock your doors in your car at night there's my crime stopper tip <laughs> no, but i've learned since i have a ring doorbell i yeah. learned that people do not lock their car doors they did it in jersey where i live and i'm, I'm yeah. shocked I was shocked people don't lock their car door at night. Are you kidding me? They don't. And people just, that was a, a new, uh, not a new wave of crime, but the easiest wave of crime. They just would walk down the streets and open your car looking for money and stuff. Yeah. Or just hot wire the car. That's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. They, yes. They did that too. They did that. <laughs> well, it's not that. Yeah. It's that a whole car. I think a lot of times it's a, a mistake, but some yeah. people, I think just, well, you're not going to, I, I am envious. They don't assume the worst, I guess. <laughs> Incredible. Um, yes. There's well, a crime stopper tip. That's very Dick Tracy for you. Well, well talk to me about what's next for Dick Tracy. Uh, is, is there plans coming up? Are you expanding this? What's going on? Well, for the rogues gallery, for the Instagram, I am expanding it. I'm going to, I've started my own strip, uh, my own detective. It's a private detective. Ooh. And uh, he he also wears a trench coat, but uh, he he's it's pretty cool. Uh, my new hero is uh, he's uh, he's a private 
private eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not much established yet or put out there. I'm just learning about it, but I do share the art of him. Um, I would love, and that my friend shared this on Instagram and tagged him, but we, of course, I know this is how things work now, but we would love Idris Elba to play him because <laughs> my detective is also super handsome, but uh, he, he, he literally, his first case involves a woman named trouble. Oh, and you know she, okay. Yeah. So the old, I knew she was trouble. The minute she walked through my door, she's mm-hmm. then she says I'm trouble. So trouble. It's fun because I ask almost everybody, do you think you can trust trouble? I, well, mean, I mean, I mean, it's a noir. So what would your answer be? I mean, I'm just going to be a smart ass for a second and ask how good a detective he is if he waited for somebody to tell them that they're trouble, but we'll skip by that for the time. Well, he knew she was trouble. He, he knew. Oh, he that's knew the narration. Something. That's gotcha. the narration joke. He literally says, I knew she was trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any time frame for this? When are we going to be able to see it or is it just stay yeah. tuned? I, I want to post next week. So when's this uploading? Uh, not for a couple weeks. Oh, well, it should be up by then. Knock it's, on my wood desk here. Let's rephrase that. It's up now. Yes, it's up now. Go to my Instagram and scroll back. There you go. There you go. Yes, it should be up now. And past me apologizes if it's not. <laughs> we we're having a lot of work at the house. Yeah, so. we're, we're, we're incorporating some time travel into this. It's just fine. It's just yeah. fine. Make sure to check out drinkingwithcreatives.com. Make sure to check out drinkingwithcreatives.com where you can support us by contributing to our Patreon. And don't forget to subscribe and download on your preferred platform. I hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next time.